You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number three, with Saima Ali, MD. Hello, everyone. Welcome to week three. I can't believe it. We're running. This is amazing. I'm so excited to be sharing all this with you. So today, we are going to be talking about budget. I did a small video on it a little while ago, and we'll kind of go back to that a little bit and correlate it with today's episode. But basically, budget is very important. It's the basics of all personal finance. We want to know where our money is and where it's going. And I know you probably tried doing budgets before and it did not work out the way you would have hoped. Things were adding up in places that you didn't expect and it just gets overwhelming. And then you give up and you know you never go back to it. But today we are going to be looking at budget from a very different point of view. And this will want us to do our budget and look at our money. We want to see where our money is before we can plan or do anything with it. You know, if you're thinking uh, if your house is a mess and you're going to keep the lights off and you think it's just going to get better or clean itself, it doesn't happen that way. So when you turn on the lights, the mess is still going to be there. Um, So we really, the first point is really becoming aware of our money and aware of our budget and aware of where our money is going. I want you to start thinking about budget from a point of abundance, a point and not from a point of scarcity. Scarcity is when we think there's not much out there and we think in negative terms. So we cannot buy this. We cannot afford that because we don't have this much money. But I want you to start thinking about it from a point of abundance. What do you want your money to do for you? What are the things that you want to plan for your future and how you can get there? feeling good. A lot of it, this the correlation behavior correlates with a lot of other things that are happening in our lives. So money, budget, wealth is a lot of emotional work. 80% of it is behavioral and 20% is actual knowledge that's in our head, which is kind of similar to the way we eat, you know, our relationship with food. It correlates a lot with that. So I don't want you to be going out to the mall and then spending hundreds of dollars and then coming, you know, getting that dopamine hit at the moment and feeling happy and excited. And then afterwards, just feeling depressed about it that why did you spend all this money? I want you to plan that money. I want you to plan spending that money and feel happy about it. When we start getting awareness of our money is one way of looking at it is look at the things that you have right now. Would you buy the things that you have right now again? Would you pay the same amount of money for the couch that you got or for the expensive bag you have or for the expensive shoes you have? Would you pay the money to have them again. That's one perspective of looking at it. And if you're not, you know, one way to get some extra cash would be to sell those things. Put it on eBay. You can sell it other ways and get some extra extra cash back. But if you would want those things, if those things are truly what you know, bring joy to your life, then how can you get it without feeling guilty? In the book, You Need a Budget, 
the author talks about uh, where the guilt for buying things comes from. He said it's usually two things that make us feel bad about our purchases. It's either coming from the knowledge in your gut that you know there's a higher priority that needs your attention. So you know your retirement account is not filling up or you know that you want to buy a house and you haven't even started planning for that. Uh, That's what's going to make you feel bad. Or you are letting other people's expectations of what you should have or what you shouldn't have affect you. So we shouldn't let other people's expectations of how we should live our lives affect us in a way where it's making us feel guilty or making us feel bad about our purchases. We should be able to do what we want to do with our money and, you know, have it invested the way we want to. So I'm sure you've heard of the latte factor. You know, if you just save five, ten dollars a day and put it in the market over the next 30, 40 years, it can grow to over a million dollars. And yeah, that's one way of looking at our life and how we can save. But, you know, what if that latte is what's bringing you joy in life, if you have five minutes in a day to get away from a busy work schedule and go sit with a friend and socialize and drink a latte, and that brings you calm and peace of mind, then that latte is worth it. You know, we're going to try to find out uh, where we can cut back otherwise to find those five dollars or to find those ten dollars that we could invest in because I, I do believe that you only live once and you should try to do things that make you happy and that bring you uh, peace of mind and calmness in your life those are the things that truly are priceless and those are the things that we work for at the end of the day so I don't go from scarcity point of view I don't go from what we cannot do but what we actually want to do and how to get there. And there are many ways of getting there. So in the video, I discussed how I like to do my budget. Um, This was a method that I learned recently. It's been over six months now uh, since I've started implementing it. I was doing other things before. I've been using Mint for years and years, over 10 years, I think. I think I started using that when I was in residency. I don't remember when I started using that. Um, But that's a good way of tracking your progress as well. It's free. um, And I, I still have my account with them and I'll log in here and there and see where everything is but I like the every dollar idea or the method more so I started using that I did buy the every dollar app initially Um, I'm actually certified financial coach with Dave Ramsey so I purchased their course to learn about finances and you get a one year of uh, every dollar app free with that so I started using it initially and it was just too confusing for me honestly I didn't even understand the idea of zero dollar budget like the first month I was having difficulty really um, putting it into action I was like how why why would I want to have zero (laughs) dollars it was really funny actually now that I look back at it but yeah I didn't really understand what he meant why your income minus expenses should be zero and that the expenses should actually include uh, saving for yourself and spending money in the areas that you want to spend it at so it took me a little while to get used to this new budget uh, formula so if you're having difficulty with it just just try to stick 
with it for a little bit, at least uh, three months. That's what everybody says, that it takes at least three months uh, to try to get your budget right, to try to see. Uh, first month, you may just be going through the statements and seeing where you're spending the money. For me, the biggest category was Amazon. It's so easy to spend money these days. You know, we don't have to go shopping. It's so hard to go shopping with little kids. And uh, when you're on your phone, you have the Amazon app or when you're on your computer, it's just like open all the time and you you see all these things that they recommend and it's just so easy to order those things and just you know get it in the mail and it's like exciting initially so that was my biggest spending that I noticed Amazon so I tried to cut out Amazon Prime which is another expense but uh, for me I do buy a lot of things that I actually need from Amazon as well. I really hate going to the mall. I don't like uh, standing in lines at the cashier. I feel like that's just such a waste of time. And then when we have the other option, why not use it? So I do order a lot of things, even from clothing, shoes, uh, you know, kid stuff, um, everything. Uh, the only thing that we actually going to store for right now is groceries. And I'm trying to see which store would even deliver to us. I know there's uh, a lot of programs that do it, but I haven't really looked into them yet. I think the shop right uh, close to us hasn't started doing it yet, but I, I'm waiting for that. So for me, cutting out Amazon Prime was not really an option. I was still ordering things and I didn't want to pay for shipping. So I kept that. But I became more aware of what I'm buying. You know, when I add things to my cart, I think about it twice. You know, do I really need this? And if there's another way of getting it, uh, for example, I cut out Audible. I love listening to books and reading books. So I was using Audible for the longest time. And then I learned about Hoopla, which is is a free app and you can get free books to listen to or to read from your local library. Uh, so I've been using Hoopla, but my husband still has Audible. So now if there's a book that I cannot find on Hoopla, I'll just log into his account and get that book using his credit because he doesn't end up uh, always using uh, what he has. Uh, so those were my uh, two biggest things. Then I realized that uh, what my other true expenses were. So insurance, like that's one of the big things, car insurance, house insurance, and other things. We have disability insurance, life insurance. We'll talk about all these different insurances in a different episode, but that was one of my uh, biggest expenses. And then the things that I look forward to budgeting, the things that I want to do is a big category for me in terms of bringing joy is uh, self-care. So I really like planning those things, you know, planning my manicure, pedicure, you know, if I need a massage, having that money in a facial, anything like that. That's my big category. I don't buy a lot of clothes. I don't buy a lot of shoes. That's just not something that I get happy with. I just like having normal, I guess you could call it normal clothes. And I'm more into the minimalism uh, kind of lifestyle, having only things that bring you joy. And then I'm okay with donating things. You know, I don't have a trouble saying goodbye to the things that I have that I've used and then just giving them to other people that may have a bigger need for it. So clothing, shoes, um, those are not my big categories at all. But definitely saving. Saving is something uh, that is important. And I try to plan that ahead of time. So uh, trying to save for kids' uh, schools, my own 
own retirement plans or other brokerage account for different type of investments. So those are the things that are also fun to plan and look forward to. So basically with that budget, with every dollar budget, all the things that you have to do go on the left column for me. And then as the money is coming in, I look at it and I basically deduct it from where it's going to. So that really helps. And for me, the other thing that really helped was doing it every two weeks instead of doing it every month. So I get paid every two weeks. And another major thing that I had trouble was because my income is variable, I take extra call at hospitals. And then depending on how much call I'm doing, my income can vary from every two weeks to every month. So that's why I like to get paid on Fridays. So on Friday, I'll look at, you know, this is how much I got in my bank account today and then what I need to do with that today. So I'll plan it every two weeks and it does not take long anymore. It literally not even half an hour and I'm done. And it just gives you such a peace of mind uh, for the next two weeks or for the whole time that you are working for your money and then you are spending your money the way you want to. So you're getting your money to work for you. So it's really, really important. Um, I really, really emphasize this. Uh, Please, please try to implement it. That's your homework. Try to look at different budget apps, see what you may like doing, what may work for you. I like the every dollar, but it may not be the best method for you. So how do you want to budget your money? And uh, what will you use? Will you just be using Excel sheet or a or a book and a pen, or, you know, getting some app and trying to work through that. I don't have any trouble paying for things uh, that are at the end going to help you. So if you think that app like Every Dollar or YNAB app is going to actually help you save money at the end of the year, then definitely go ahead and, you know, spend those couple of bucks. I'm honestly not sure how much they are, but they can't be that much. I think if at the end of the day, they're going to help you save a lot more than you're spending on it, then it's worth it. And if it's going to make your life easier, then, you know, yes, go ahead and uh, use one of the apps. But if you want to do it free, then uh, that's also another option. So let us know what you're going to do and how you're going to count your money and keep account of it. Looking forward to hear that from you. Okay. Alrighty. Bye. Until next week. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.